0: Hi everyone, I'm Patrick Beja and you're listening to The Fius Club for October 26, 2008. Pinko nut Jobs Hello and welcome everyone to the Phileas Club, the show where we talk about world news and world events from everywhere around the world. Uh, and we try to have fun doing it. I think we're going to have uh, a lot of fun today because we have, uh, well of course we have Turkey, who is uh, kind enough to come back. Uh, he is uh, talking to us from Saudi Arabia. How are you Turkey? I'm um, Well, thank you. You were talking about uh, the fact that you might uh, go to uh, Dubai last month. Are you there yet? Uh, no, I'm not there yet. am still <laughs> were, working on it. Yeah, you were telling me that uh, the uh, process was frustrating and uh, I guess it's the same for everyone everywhere, right? Administration. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But you're still planning on, on trying to go, right? Yep, working on it. Good luck uh, for you there, and um, the other thing I'm really uh, enthusiastic about today is the fact that we have Brian. Uh, Brian Hess uh, is on. Is that is that the correct uh, pronunciation for your name, Brian? Yes. Okay. So Brian Hess uh, is. Let's let's uh, just say it right now. Uh, don't be scared, people listening. He is a Republican. Oh my dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So I, I uh, actually met Brian in Las Vegas uh, in August uh, when we were at uh, the New uh, Media Expo, and we had a really great conversation uh, and a bunch of conversations actually. Where I guess I was surprised that you were making a lot of sense, and <laughs> I and wait it a might minute, be... Patrick. Wait a yes. minute. Are you by <laughs> any chance
1: moving to the dark side?
0: <laughs> no that's not well, no, that no. was my I, plan <laughs> <laughs> so you know i it's it's sort of funny to even say that and i know that some people might might uh take uh, uh offense uh offense to the to the to the idea but i think it's true in both on both sides um people who are a little bit liberal sometimes don't really understand how uh republicans can uh have the ideas that they have, and I think on the opposite side too, Republicans often uh, don't really understand how you know dirty hippies can can think what they think and and support these ideas. So I really wanted to have uh, to have you on this month. Uh, but well, we prefer
2: the term "pinko nut jobs"
0: for them. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Uh, it's got to be good-spirited humor. I hope no one, uh, no one is offended by by what we say, but uh, we can Teasing. take it on <laughs> on both sides, exactly. Um, but yeah, the the reason why I was really glad to have you on, uh, especially today, was the fact that it's the last show before the election uh, in the U.S., and uh, we're probably going to be talking a lot about uh, McCain, Palin, and Obama, and biden of course and i wanted to have the voice of someone who could defend mccain uh, and not be completely biased so the I voice of reason you. yes obama obama <laughs> obama obama <laughs> um so thanks a lot for coming on brian and uh, maybe uh, my can, pleasure maybe you can tell us uh, a little bit about yourself so that uh, the listeners can know where you you're coming from
2: Oh, uh, i was um Actually, I'm born, born and raised in Las Vegas. A Las Vegas uh, native, uh, which is rare, and um, but just um, you know, I've always I've been in the military. Uh, I worked in for the federal government and federal law enforcement position. Um, And uh, right now, I uh, have my own security business. uh, We that we do the the security guard, the private investigation, and uh, process server.
0: So you get to meet lots of uh, famous
2: people. I did in my previous vision in the eye. And, uh, I worked uh, at a hotel, at a, a big five-star hotel uh, for a number of years. And I ran into a, a bunch of different people, including the uh, top candidates uh, in the
0: presidential election. I got to meet them uh, while I was working there. Cool. That's awesome. Can, can you tell us how it went? Were they like uh, completely different from uh, the, the way they, were on, they appear on well, TV?
2: Well, when I met McCain, he was all by himself, and I just kind of, you know, escorted him up to his room, and uh, you know, he just got a regular room. He's a real nice guy. Uh, he was, uh, you know, uh, you know, like I said, he didn't put on any airs. There was no one else with him; it was just him. You know, so was that Republican
1: propaganda that's working right now.
2: <laughs> no, this was actually a couple of years ago before he was even going to run it, and I told him at the time, I go, "Well, I hope you run." You know, he's like, "Well, you know," he said, "Well, I'm looking see. for it," you know, "Looking to it," you know. So. Obama when Obama was that was just like a rock star because everybody was all over him. It was you know, everyone was just going crazy. You know, really, it was like the Beatles. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that was actually during the Nevada primaries uh, here Mm -hmm. this last summer. I think it was like June. Okay, when he he showed up at our hotel and stuff.
0: Good. Um, well then I guess you'll be a, a more of an expert than uh, any of us to 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 say what you think about those uh, uh, the, the candidates um, and you know what we're, we're gonna talk about a lot about this so let's just get into it uh, and uh, yeah let's just get into it right now sure. with the international news So, of course, uh, the international news is going to come from the U.S. Uh, I think we have two big topics today, uh, the main one being the election. Uh, and I- I'd like to say one thing about this, the, the, the U.S. election. I did uh, use uh, Twitter to comment a little bit on the election, and I got, you know, a, a little bit of support, people thinking that it was a good thing that I would talk about uh, about the election, uh, and that I would, you oh. know, voice my opinion. And, and some right. people were a little bit, um, not disappointed, but but I guess irked by the fact that I would uh, talk about, uh, you know, politics um, on Twitter, where I'm supposed to be a, a World of Warcraft geek, uh, essentially. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some people also were... A little bit uh, disappointed because, well, not angry because I'm uh, I'm not in the U.S. and maybe I wouldn't have anything to say about this because you know I would I shouldn't have my say. Uh, I was talking about Palin uh, specifically, and you know what? It's the the fact is uh, two things. First of all, I think the U.S. elections has an impact on the whole world, so it's perfectly relevant for anyone to say what they want, even if they yeah, didn't. I agree. You know. Even if it didn't impact the the whole world, actually, and and another thing I would like to say is that um, it, it's no reason because you're not specifically into politics. Well, I have this show, so I'm also into politics and, and news. But even if you're not, it's it's okay to to talk about politics on Twitter or anywhere. I know that there is a strong idea that you shouldn't talk about politics or re- religion if you want to have you know a pleasant conversation. Um, right and to some extent i agree you wouldn't talk with anyone about all those things but you you can also have a um a um intel- an intelligent conversation which you know i hope we're going to have today disagree on some things and uh still be friendly and uh you know polite so i hope that's Well what that's a doing. little
2: more rare right there so <laughs> 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 you know to have the uh to have the the uh the uh, conversation where it's you know everyone mm-hmm. you know is well-mannered and, but yeah. just disagree, you know?
0: Uh, so. Yeah, I understand. Strong emotions and uh, it might, yeah, it is difficult. I know that it's not for everyone, but uh, I, I, I hope we can, you know, I try I to keep it civil. Oh, I'm sure today we're not going to, you know, if you storm out and like leave the call and go <laughs> like, you bunch of idiots, uh, we'll, you know, maybe it will make my ratings go up. So please, please do that. <laughs> Drama is always good. If if you can get into like uh But you do you can, want
2: me to rush Limbaugh it up or
0: something? That, that would be what, good, you, know, that would be you awesome. know.
2: O'Reilly, you know. <laughs> start counting <laughs> hey. guys
0: pinheads or something, you know. <laughs> and you know what? That's that's probably a very good way to start uh the conversation. Uh I'd like to know where you stand on two things so that we can uh know your political background. We we both po- probably all know that uh Turkey and I are not very uh happy about the way President Bush conducted his uh, eight years of presidency. And uh, I'd also like to talk about Fox News because we think they are very uh partisan. So I'd like to right. know where you stand on those on, on both of those uh issues. Would I stand on Bush or how do I feel the Well the, the, on, on Bush, what what do you think about his presidency uh and also about uh, Fox News in general? Well I like but I like Bush. I mean um
2: You know, I can't say that everything he's done, I've been, uh, you know, uh, 100 percent behind. But overall, you know, I think he's had a pretty decent uh, presidency. Of course, the 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 mess right now, the economy, you know, Mm -hmm. he he deserves some blame for that. I mean, you know, certainly, you know, it's on his watch and stuff. But, you know, there's there's always but there's only so much a president can do. And, you know, really, when it comes to things like that, you know, and the roots of the whole economic thing, you know, both sides, you know, of the aisle can take blame for that here. Sure. And uh, when it comes to Fox, I like Fox. I watch it all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I believe me when I when I turn my, you know. It, so, uh, the, I think a lot of people uh, like me. Uh, the one of the reasons we like Fox is because when we watch when we watch almost any other media outlet, it it's always so skewed to a, a left point of view and. I think the most um I think the most aggravating point of that is that they never admit that you know the people on those shows and the other networks I, will sorry, never who? admit that they're oh, liberal oh they will okay Yeah, the other networks like CNN, MSNBC, they won't – They oh, no, we're being objective. I'm like, no,
0: you're not, you know. (laughs) So your your argument would be that uh, the other ones are skewed toward the Democrats and Fox is skewed towards the Republican or Fox is – A little more,
2: yeah. But I I think
0: Fox actually – I mean
2: when I watch the networks and this is my opinion, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. Fox does really do – Try to do a job of, of balance, fair and balance, and you know that's their that's their tagline, I and mean, mm-hmm. I think they do a better job at that than I would say mm-hmm. whenever I watch uh, CNN or MSNBC. You know when it's just it's just all on one end. You know the seesaw is just you know tilted so mm-hmm. far that it never comes back. Even
0: even uh, people like uh, Bill O'Reilly who has such a strong you know uh, opinion. Well,
2: he's a commentator. System. He's you know he's not journalist. You know he's mm-hmm. not. You know, so he's there for the commentary. Plus, he doesn't always agree with the president or the Republican line or anything like that. Mm. So I don't always agree with him either. So, you know. Okay. Uh,
0: Well, I'm sure that would be a whole conversation unto itself. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we should probably move on to the the actual news of the election. Um, And I guess what happened in the past month is that um, uh, what happened was a couple of uh, debates since uh, last month. And uh, the fact that uh, Obama seems to be taking a lead uh, in the poll, and the idea that uh, Palin is maybe was maybe not the best uh, choice after all uh, for McCain. So the to talk about the way we see it in, in France, we are of course uh, heavily skewed towards Obama. There's no de- denying that. You know, we 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 are to the left of Obama even. So there's really in France. Oh, yeah. What? Are you being sarcastic? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, we are, as I keep saying, socialists. uh, And uh, Obama is even to to the right of our political scene. So there's really no choice for us. It would be like betraying our country to be for McCain. I'm sure there are a couple of people who are for McCain, but they hide. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, and uh, about Palin, um, we had a, a poll recently on one of the websites for for one of the major um, newspapers, and um, the the it, it's nothing you know very representative of the general population. But um, I'm sorry, the 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 question that was asked was. It was on uh, Le Figaro uh, for the people who follow it was did McCain uh, make a mistake in choosing uh, Palin as her run, uh, his running mate, and uh, there were about eleven thousand uh, answers uh, up to this point, and eighty percent of the people said that it was a mistake uh, to choose Palin so I guess that that would be my my, my introduction on how we see the election uh, from France. Uh right. what what do you guys how do you guys see it maybe maybe we'll let turkey go uh, yeah, uh first and then Brian can can tell us how it goes for you uh from which point of view from well you know saudi arabia are you how do you see the election the race going
1: all right let's the the problem here is this is something i try to explain a lot we in saudi arabia we have something like the same problem you're having in france we are a conservative country here, hmm. so we would love to support McCain, but we've seen enough trouble from Bush that nobody here is willing to take a chance again on a mm. Republican. They rather have Obama than to have McCain. And then the whole thing about uh, Palin and all of her speeches, where she emphasizes on her on her being a conservative and a, a cr- religious Christian. And all of those things are just hurting more and more because a lot of people are seeing like the war in Iraq, the war in Afghanistan and so on as uh, the crusades, uh, Christian crusades against Muslims. So it's really, is everybody here, I would say it would be impossible for me to meet a single person in this country that would say I wish for
0: McCain to win. Is that a feeling that's shared uh, in the Arab world? You mean the Seeing them as the the crusade is a pretty strong, uh, strong way of wording it. Is that a well, feeling that's well? Well, well,
1: let's to be honest. Bush did say that word after nine eleven. He did said we're declaring a crusade. So apparently that's stuck in everybody's head, and that's and this is the entire Arab world, and most likely a majority of the Islamic world.
0: Hmm. Um, how do you guys see obama for himself like he's he's a black man although you know i i 've never understood why someone who is who is half or even a quarter black is is you know is considered a black man he even if he 's more white than black but anyway that 's another issue um how do how do you guys see it he, he see him he 's a black man he had a foreigner for for a father and uh
1: well we don 't we in saudi arabia uh, I, I always tried to talk about this on my website, also in my podcast. Uh, we do have racism in this country. However, our racism comes to the social point. So Obama, he could be a president, but he could never marry from a tribal, uh, from a tribe. So it's something like that. He could be president. They don't worry about it. He could be prime minister, whatever. But. Nobody from an, a well-known tribe would let them allow him to marry one of their daughters. Oh, so
0: you mean if Obama was living in, in, uh, in Saudi Arabia, he could yeah. become president. But the social, uh, I mean, the racism would prevent him from marrying into a different social class because he's black. Exactly. Okay, I get it. I see. So so you see him with like still a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of racism in the in the... Re- in the, the image that he projects uh,
1: I don't know about the image that he projects here but I'm saying if he was in Saudi Arabia that's the way would, mm. it's just this is the way people in Saudi Arabia react they really don't care about your position where you go where how they would yeah. vote for you whether you're black or if they believe what, what you're doing it's mm. just on the social aspects they would never allow to be uh, socializing on the marriage level
0: okay um he's still a a um a a Christian though doesn't that worry you because of the the whole uh, you know religion issue
1: Well nobody it's it's not like we can have, we can pick a muslim <laughs> to take command of the country so we're but just it's it's, it's 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 what you say we are picking the lesser evil in our point of view
0: Wow okay so you mean if if there was a muslim who was uh, you know, that, that would be science fiction, but running for president in the U.S., he would a- automatically get the support of Saudi Arabia. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess that's a good uh, way to transition to Brian's point of view. Um, there were reports that, you know, some. I, I think a lot of people think that he's a Muslim or a terrorist. I'm talking about Obama, of course. Um, right. W- what do you make of that in your own, you know, party?
2: I, you know, I've only met one person that said something like that, and I was like, I looked at him. They said that you know he's a Muslim, and you know, you know that he he swore on the Koran uh, when he he got in the Senate, and I was like, I go, I go, I don't think that's true. I'm like, I don't believe that. I go, I, you know, I, the only person I remember doing it, there was a there was a Democratic congressman in the House of Representative. He did that, and he actually took the oath on a Koran that had been owned by Thomas Jefferson. But he, as far as I know, he was the only one that's ever done that. Uh, But, yeah, once in a while, like I said, I run to it, but most people, I don't, I haven't seen, heard it as an issue, really, mm. you know, that it's just, it's just some kind of, you know, you do, know, urban legend thing that people, some people are throwing around and it's like, you know, you
0: look, they say it and you look at it I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> so, do you think it would be an issue, though, if it was true? If if yeah, if he was a Muslim or if he chose to, to swear on the Quran, maybe not for oh, you. If he right? was a Muslim? Oh, yeah, yeah. It definitely. It would probably be an issue.
2: Uh, you know, it would certainly be a problem.
1: he can't even run for president if he's a Muslim. It's against the Constitution. Is it? No, yes. it's not. It's not. I <laughs> it's don't think
0: this. See, <laughs> no, there not. you go, spreading FUD. He only has to be a
2: natural born uh, U.S. citizen and a. Uh, and thirty nine or older—that's <laughs> mm. that's the qualifications for president.
1: Hey, yeah. I'm just trying to spread whatever we think in this
0: country. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you, that's interesting. You you think that maybe in Saudi Arabia people would think that uh, someone cannot run for presidency in the U.S. if he's not uh, a Christian?
1: Oh, I'm not. I don't think I know for a fact.
0: Really? So but yeah. but in Saudi Arabia though I'm pretty sure you couldn't run for public office if you were although you know if you weren't a, a Muslim.
1: You can't be a Saudi citizen if you're
0: not a Muslim. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs>
1: um, so we don't have that problem.
0: Okay. So anyway, um, Brian, what do you make of uh, what happened in the past uh, few weeks uh, with the the debate and the way that the campaign has been getting a little bit more negative? Uh the, the story with uh, Acorn um that supposedly tried to register people who didn't exist uh for well, they did try to they did
2: register people at not they, they it was, it, that one was kind of fun actually that one uh one of the office uh their acorn office here in Las Vegas was um was rated actually uh by the feds uh I guess they had uh signed up pe- registered people uh you know fictitious names and number and uh and obviously and also the um the starting lineup for the Dallas Cowboys football team uh registered here so um you know <laughs> uh acorn uh, has a a a somewhat dubious uh uh history on registering you know well, I'm sure they registered people you know good you know good people too but uh in the last election cycle up in uh King County uh Washington they ran into problems up there mm. too that they were
0: manufacturing votes well what you i know. heard though is that the the way it works is that you're you're bound by law to send the registration of everyone and then uh the, they decide who is actually a valid uh voter and who is bogus and uh that's the way that that this rumor or story started right Yeah. that's i mean that that, that's
2: true but you know the 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 part of it is too is that you know they send in so many registrations to get Mm. people in you know if you you know if you send so many in there's bound to some that are going to slip through the cracks because they're going to have to be manually checked Mm. and and things like that so and like i said acorn Has a history of doing this. It's not though. This is something new, Hmm. you know. So, you know. Plus, there's a the Democrats uh, have a. uh, They don't want people have to have to show ID when they go to vote. That's they're against that.
0: What? Yeah. How can that be? That's a party position. That the the voters shouldn't have to. What do they say? They just show up and say I'm. I'm uh, I'm Brian, and I'm here to vote. And you you shouldn't have to show any ID, right? That's insane. That's a voter voter law. Wow. Okay, that's very strange. The why why are would they get that
2: change? But you know,
0: why would they it, it choose defy- to do that? Why would the Democrats
2: do it? Because because of that. They their their claim is that you know people some people can't afford to get picture IDs, and that would deny them the vote. That's their. Uh, that's their position. That's one of their positions on that. Whereas, you know, in a lot of states will give someone who can't uh, easily afford an ID, you know, they usually cost like $10, you know, something like that, uh, that they'll give it to them for free. Aren't you, so,
0: aren't you, shouldn't you have an ID, uh, an ID anyway? I mean, aren't you supposed to have an ID with you, like at least um,
2: in your house? Yeah, you know, here you're supposed. You should have one, uh, but it's not like a requirement. Not like you when you are in Europe. Yeah, I know when I was stationed over there. You know, everyone has one. You know, so. they,
1: they, by law, Americans don't need an ID card, a national ID card. Okay. So, although right. they're trying to impose it
0: right now. Hmm. Okay, so I guess well, that's that's one of the most ridiculous things I've heard ever. Like, not to have an idea to an ID to vote is. I don't know. I think it's pretty silly. But, I, I um, agree. It
2: just seems simple common sense to me, no matter sure. which party affiliation you would ever be in that You think that yeah. you just want people that are are the real person to show up to vote. Of course.
0: Imagine the chaos to oh. actually, well, like, that's, yeah. Anyway, let, that's let's
2: not That's part of the problem with the acorn thing when they're starting to couple that. You know, it's like, you know, oh. hey, I'm, you know,
0: I'm Tony Roma. I'm here to vote, you know. So, you know. Hmm. And when you're registered, when you regis- uh, registered someone who doesn't exist, then you can send anyone without an ID to to actually be uh, go and vote. So that right. would be. Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's ridiculous anyway. Uh, I think we'll agree on that. Uh, but uh, but so what I mean is that you do uh, you don't have you don't think the campaign has been going uh, negative.
2: Oh, for McCain, yeah, he's gone a little negative. I mean, not overly. I mean, both sides are hitting each other. I don't see. Actually, I don't think it's gone, it certainly hasn't been as negative as the uh, the Kerry and Bush uh, campaign. That was mm. a lot more negative. You don't see the uh, you don't see the other splinter groups putting out. As many ads as they did the last election cycle on both sides. You had the Swift Boat people on the right, and then you had like the uh, MoveOn.org. I haven't seen as many of those kind of commercials uh, Mm. on TV. You know, once in a while, you know, I'll see something, but not as much. It's not as negative as it was last cycle, though.
0: Do you think uh, McCain is more of President Bush or not? I guess not, but. He's what? More of President Bush, because here in France and apparently in Saudi Arabia, we think maybe even if he's not exactly the same, uh, Republicans mm-hmm. have you know have had their chance for eight years. Maybe it's time right. to try and something else. Well, you, you have to look at it too.
2: McCain is is actually a, a you know a more moderate Republican.
0: Um, maybe he was eight years ago.
2: Well, I mean, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, he agrees with he's agreed with Bush in mean, Iraq, but he has taken different positions and, and he has, uh, set his own course on, uh, many different issues. Hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, actually he's, you know, he's bucked, he bucked to the president. And I mean, from the get go at Iraq, he was saying, uh, put more troops in there. Yeah. So he you know, he bucked that. And then you got, you know, he put in, he put in the campaign finance, uh, with Russ Feingold and, uh, Which I didn't think was going to work, and it really didn't work. And he agrees that it doesn't work. So, um,
0: but you know, he's he's, that. Yeah, I guess that brings up a point, which is why didn't Bush listen to the people who knew what they were doing? But that's really a different point. So let's not get into it. (laughs) Um, I guess though, it brings me to something else, which is: Do you guys feel like uh, the the neoconservatives and the religious right? Stole the um, Republican Party from the traditional Republican Party, which is an idea that's been, you know, touted more and more in the past few months, and which also brings me to Sarah Palin uh, and right. the fact that she might be a bid for McCain to win that that Republican, you know, that neoconservative right. uh, fringe.
2: Well, he certainly needed that help to uh, help cement. That uh, that end of the the party because uh, you know his his credentials uh for the for the uh, Christian right weren't, weren't that great, mm. um, um, so you know he had railed against um. I was just listening to a, uh, an excerpt from a speech he gave in South Carolina when he ran for uh when he ran in two thousand and he was you know he was he was basically you know. Uh, putting down far left or you know rabble rousers like uh, Farrakhan and um, Al Sharpton, and then he went. Right in his second, his next breath was, and on the right, you know uh, Jerry Falwell and um, Pat yeah. Robertson. You know they're no good for us. And da 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 da. See, so, that's, uh, that's
0: that's the the McCain that I think was very uh, appealing to a large majority in the center. Right. Right. And I think for
2: the uh, you know, I, like I said, but that's why he got on because a lot of people still remember that. And in his actual positions on a lot of is- on a number of issues, like you know, you know, are more middle of the road, more middle of the road than you know, people on the Christian right would care to have. You know, mm.
1: so. torture, torture. Don't forget torture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that the other thing too. Yeah, so he's all, yeah. he's uh, been consistently against
0: anything like that. So, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, His personal history is a testament to the fact that... Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, So, to talk back uh, more about Palin, um, what do you think of her?
2: Uh, I like her. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Patrick, can we kick him
1: out now? (laughs) (laughs) Please? (laughs) Okay. I I,
2: I really think a lot of people... I mean, I have to say that the press coverage on her has been just so completely negative, and just and it, it's been kind
0: of a uh, well kind of shock. She oh. can see Russia from her border. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's an actual. You know, the, the problem with Palin is not is not that she's inexperienced, or although you know that might be a problem, but it's it's the fact that she s- doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of the time. Well, of I course think. you're going to see you're seeing snippets, and you know.
2: And cutouts on. there have you seen uh biden's uh gaffes in his most recent one uh i've heard about it i can't remember what it was exactly but, but he's saying he, he's 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 saying as a student of history he he can pretty much uh predict that within six months of a obama presidency some major crisis will occur because obama was elected as president
0: well he'll you be, know someone test him you know, and it's just kind of like. <laughs> well, that just might be a gaffe, you but, yeah. <laughs> but wait a second, wait a second, Brian. It, if even though it might be a gaffe, it might also be a, a an accurate uh, uh, analysis of of the situation. You know, if if let's imagine that terrorists yeah. like Al Qaeda might want to encourage uh, actions like Bush's actions, like uh, f- to foment war and uh, and uh, conflict who are they you know are they going to make it easy for someone like obama they're going to try to get the republicans back it'll oh, be tested definitely
2: but that doesn't uh, i agree i agree that that that's that would probably happen but i'm not saying that he was wrong on what i'm saying i don't i'm not saying that he was wrong you know, factually yeah. about saying it, I I agree with that statement. The problem is, is that uh, that's what Republicans have been saying.
0: <laughs> well, I guess, but you know, so that's when- that's not what I was talking about about Palin. I I agree. Maybe he shouldn't have said it for political reasons, and you know, it's not the best thing. But what I was saying about Palin is that I don't I I I feel strongly about her because I think uh, McCain might not make it through the next four years if he's elected. I <laughs> I really don't wish him any harm, but, you know, right. uh, anyone is in danger of, you know, having a problem all the time, and he's even more in danger. So, we could end up with her as a president, and I say we as the world, the president <laughs> of the world. Um, and you know, you should look I'm at the really good worried thing I'm about really worried becoming about president, Patrick. What is that?
1: It could be the end of the U.S.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, <that> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I don't see that as a good thing at all. I have... I have a very a strong belief maybe that doesn't come out uh, very very uh, clearly in my usual rantings but I have a very, very strong faith in the US and the American way of life and I think what happened in the last eight, eight years was a detriment to the US and that there is it made it gave an excuse to the people who don't like the US to to you know bang on it on on the country and right. on the and I think that Palin could take the country in an even more dangerous direction because I mean come on honestly you think she would be uh, she would do a good job as as the president you th- really think so
2: well I, you know i, I know it, i know the job is that they have to be you know she has to have to get in there but uh, i'm not i'll be honest i'm not as concerned with with uh, McCain dropping dead uh and uh, you know it's just you know the last time it happened was uh you know, was when Kennedy got assassinated and, you know, we had, we had Reagan in there and, um, I don't know. It it just, it's, it's not as much of a concern as her going, although, you know, I'll be honest, I'd rather have her in than Biden, uh, you know, just policy wise. And, you know, well, how, okay.
0: Please explain to me how it would be better to have her than Biden.
2: Well, just because I think she's she's more in touch with people as as a, as a whole, and she's been a good governor. Um, Wait, more in, in touch with people overall.
0: huh? But that's a that the fact that she's more in touch with people, like that gives yeah, her. Yeah, in a way.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's more on the ground floor. Biden's been, you know, and you know, he's not been in Washington for so many years, and it's just some of the things he does. I'm just, I'm always like, you know, and I respect him. You know, he's, he's like, he's oh, like, come on, know, uh,
1: Brian. How is she more in touch with people? And look, I, I'm going to say this just in the beginning. Go I ahead, actually please. like McCain. I actually like McCain. If she okay. didn't pick Palin, I would have might have actually supported him. But Palin is, no offense, an idiot. And how is she in <laughs> touch with people? Which is, I really don't understand. When she goes well, around and she picks people and she tells you are real Americans and the liberals are
0: not. That That's, <laughs> you know the fact the fact that she's in touch with people she might be because you know she she's a folksy kind of woman right sure that's she's, what i'm that's you know, what i'm getting at on that but I how is know. that how is that a good thing how is that that's what the republicans have been saying i don't want someone like me to run to run my country i want someone <laughs> who's more intelligent seriously i want someone who who knows how the 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 p- politics work and how the government works and who studied something in in you know college and who was a professor or who knows the law or whatever someone who's intelligent someone who's clever and the fact that she made that speech where he where she said you know in this uh I can't remember what where it was but she was saying in these we have the small town america where we have the real values and the real people and the real america right. and the other ones I mean that was disgraceful honestly it's it's divisive it's and how dare she say that those small town values are are better than the big town values? That's pandering, and that's <laughs> are, don't you think? I mean, aren't you all Americans? And shouldn't you all be? Like, we are
2: all Americans, yeah. So, I, it,
0: but it's a it's a it's a campaign. I mean,
2: she's you know she's playing to the crowd there, and uh, you know, of course, people in small towns, you know, you know, we, we're real, you know, you know, because you know she's contributing, because you know, there's a uh, there's a very there's a big cultural, you know, rift or divide, I should say, uh, between like what the, you know, you know, people on the extreme coast, the East Coast and the extreme West Coast, what they do and between and then all the other states in between, you know, and sure. in general, not, you know, not always specifically, not always. But in general, there's a there's kind of a cultural divide there. So but
0: don't, don't you want someone who's from maybe not a big city, but at least who who's studied and who, you know, who's clever and intelligent and who reads the newspaper and don't you want someone like that? Or
1: in my own opinion, someone who actually would research something before deciding on it, instead of going reading the Bible and deciding what they're going to (laughs) do.
2: I you know you, you, you know I I'd say when people get in that in those positions you know the, the decision making process I'm sure would be much more complicated than just mm-hmm. opening up the bible or whatever and she you know that's when that's like I said part of her uh charm or whatever for McCain was to solidify uh, support from the Christian right and to energize those people to get them out to vote um, but and, you don't think she's one of also those you to people? look at you have to look in the prism of that this is a campaign and people say things i mean uh, cuz to be honest you you guys seem to completely miss everything that that biden says cuz biden is just a gaffe machine every day oh you well know, please tell us <laughs> well even during the debate i thought she did better at least factually cuz he was coming up uh, you know with these odd facts and stuff and where you're like you're looking like what you know that's not Wait, true. like what like uh, what uh, you know, I can't remember right now. I'm sorry. Hey,
1: Brian, that's what <laughs> happens when you talk to a Democrat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's yeah. talk about oh, this. I... Oh, you have one? No, please go ahead. Um, the, the debate when she was like winking and uh, going all, uh, yeah, I like, what was it? She said, I'll, oh, it was Katie Couric's interview, though, uh, where she was like, I'll, I'll find one and air. I'll get back to you. and <laughs> like, I'll get back to you and like winking and don't you think that's that's going too far
2: yeah that was a terrible interview oh that did not go well yeah but even was, in <laughs> the
0: even in the debate she was winking and being all folksy and like isn't that obviously like you know trying to seduce handling? people with with charm instead of you know actual political discourse
1: you mean brains
0: i'm sorry <laughs> The brains, yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess we're not gonna convince anyone, but um, maybe we should probably move on. We, we've been on this for. Well, like
2: I guess said, I don't know. there's there are things about her I like though. I mean, you know, the, like I like said I like what she did when she started governing. Mean, she sold the jet there. She cut costs. You know, there's like some some Boy, she's done. Come on, come she on, did Brian, as Brian, a,
1: Brian, Brian, Brian. She sold the jet and then she started flying with her kids everywhere, mm-hmm. and the government, and the state was paying for it. Well, yeah. So well, and and can't. she takes her kids to to official parties. They're not invited, and the state pays for their trip.
2: Well, it's like the first, it's like the state's first family or something like that. But you got to look at it too with 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 Alaska, the the state capital. Of Alaska is landlocked. You can only get to the capital either by boat or plane.
1: Yeah, and I she don't have a problem angry. with that. I'm I'm just having a problem. She sold the jet, and she's still taking her her kids on paying paid by the state and they're t- going right. on vacations okay well, well not they're she, not she officially still saved vacations. money
2: still save money more than that, that by selling the jet it's well, less money no what
0: what he's saying is that she had the state paid pay for their family vacation is what he's saying. Well, that, no, that's no, a scandal not, we ha- we heard about, well, for, for, for the yeah, trip. Well,
1: well, well, no, no, well, I don't want to put words in my mouth. Uh, it's, it's a vacation. I don't really, it's an official vacation. She actually went to work, but she took them. They were having the vacation while she was working.
0: Sure. Yeah. I guess that's an example, that's one example, which, you know, I, maybe you can find some for every candidate, maybe some little, but... I, I'm not sure that's exactly what matters uh, the most. What What matters to me is the fact that her character isn't, you know, worries me for the position that she's applying for. But yeah, she's very unknown. I mean, you know, uh, no, that's not. You know, when, when you when you so. don't. When you don't know someone, you you listen to what they say in interviews and stuff like that. And that's how you know them. That's how you you make your decision. And what she's been saying, what she's shown to me is that she doesn't have a grasp on anything political or social. Or the only thing I've heard is, yeah, I I like the small town values and the folks from, you know, the the real America. Right. Right. I don't see what Republicans can base their choice on with her other than wor- things that are worrying to liberals and maybe in- inconsequential to anyone else.
2: Well, you know, like I said, th- we've had we've had a lot of presidents from small towns. Uh Harry Truman comes to mind. Uh, um you know, from a small town in I think it was Hannibal, Missouri. Um you know, we've had we've had those people that have gotten in the positions, but that aside um i like i said as as far as like you know her taking over, I think people make a little i think you just there's a little too much hay made over that. I just don't see her you know i don't see mm. you know i think McCain would make it through four years to be honest uh and that the you know that that and that her you know realistically becoming you know president would be extremely well. low.
0: That, that can't stop you from, you know, when, when you perceive it as a real problem, if she was president. I mean, if she's meh, then you can say, well, whatever, never mind. But if, she, if you think that she's really a problem, and you were saying that Truman was a small town president. Sure, that, may, that might be. I don't know enough about, uh, you know, American politics to, to, to know. Right. But, but my issue is not the fact that she's from a small town. My I, my issue is the fact that she doesn't seem to be fit for the office, but anyway, okay. Let's let's not spend all day because we've been. I was say we can go over now. the you know foreign affairs. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, to be honest, I mean,
2: Bill Clinton had been governor of Arkansas. You know, he had a lot of foreign sure. policy experience before he. You know. No, hey, listen. That's he so. that's
0: why I say that you when you when you actually hear from someone like this. You you pay attention to what they say, and if they can have an intelligent discourse. Right. And when you hear what Palin has to say on on the various interviews that she did, uh, you, you you get very concerned. And the the right. the the debate wasn't necessarily bad; it was me- medium. But her you know her standard was that she wouldn't have a meltdown, and then she would have done okay. And she did okay. I'm not saying that she didn't. Right. But everything apart from the debate was very a big concern to you know like the the interview with Katie Couric did you see the moment when she asked her what no. newspaper she would read on a regular basis right. or what magazine she was like I think
2: that had a lot to do with her handling at the time too is that that they were um, cuz you got to look at it too at the point like you know like Obama what kind of foreign policy experience does he have you know very little but sure. he has had Months and you know he's had the last like two years you know he ever since he started his campaign he's had that much time to okay. be coached up on these things and to speak on it and and things like that he's had a lot more practice at it and you know and she was kind of you know basically thrown into the the breach so it's been nothing so, but catch up for her.
0: So you don't think that Obama would have uh, an easier time understanding these issues and uh, reflecting on them, given the time constraint? Given the same kind of time constraint, like from August, uh, you know. You don't think he would he was speaking better when he started running? Well, he didn't, you know. Like I said, he's had a lot more time to uh, practice this and (laughs) to. to, Well, I can't really agree with that, Brian, because because you when you say he's had a lot more time, you can go back to the to the idea that yes, he was studying in when he was a student, he was reading newspaper and educating himself, and yeah, sure, in that respect. No, no, I'm I'm speaking as as uh, as as when he
2: started in the Senate or when he started his campaign. He's had more time. He's had coaches and and uh, handlers. Uh Uh, you so know, so you think it's media I, I wasn't training? I was talking about his education per se. Um, I was talking about that he's had time to absorb a lot of material because it is a lot to absorb. You know, so you think you lot.
0: think it's media it's media training more than uh, actual capacity? Yeah. Okay.
2: I think I believe so. I think okay. for most candidates, you know, uh, you know <laughs> uh, that they go through that. That you know okay. that they're gonna get coached and... Sure, yeah. You it, know. Can,
0: it will help a lot, I agree, but... Well, that's I what think... happened
2: with Clinton. I mean, that's how he got through it, hmm. you know. He had coaches. I mean, come on, he, you know, he's from Arkansas. You
0: know, how did... <laughs> come on, nothing good ever came from Arkansas. Right? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm <laughs> no, just saying, know. you know, he
2: was governor of Arkansas and, you know, yeah. he didn't well, have any policy experience at all. And, you well, know, he, you know, I he had he... time to build up to it, you know.
0: Okay. I and would he disagree started, you know, with had people with him and everything like yeah. that. So I would disagree with the premise that, you know, I think uh it it's <laughs> not just that, but okay. Um hey, <laughs> let let me give you a chance to to uh be to speak more freely without us interrupting you about the uh um... oh, you guys have been <laughs> um, talk about the, the sketch on Saturday Night Live that we even heard about in France uh, where Palin went on Saturday Night Live, which for people who don't know about it, is a comedy show, very famous comedy show with a very liberal bias. Um, and she went on the show and uh, did a little skit. She didn't speak a lot, but uh, she was a good sport. Um, Turkey, did, did you hear about it uh, in Saudi Arabia?
1: Uh uh-huh. I don't believe in Saudi Arabia. I heard about it personally. I don't yeah. believe it's so
0: the, in yeah. Saudi Arabia. I, I was surprised that we he even mentioned it in France. But uh, yeah, I guess it made the uh, it, the trip over the pond too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had a few politi- uh, political commentators who frankly didn't really understand why she even went. She, because it's not, you know, it might have given her a more... You know, it was like she knows she can handle it, like humor, and but they really railed on her. Like they were very, they basically said everyone everything that they were saying before, and she was standing there and not saying everything and smiling and dancing, which I don't think it would have been good for her. But uh, how how, did you see it, Brian? Or oh yeah, I saw it. I thought it was hilarious. I liked it. And- I mean, it,
2: it was, it was funny. I mean, I, I, I didn't see, uh, and I thought they, they were skewering both sides of it, you know, and, uh, you know, cause Tina Fey has been portraying her, which, which you know, she's been doing a great job doing mm-hmm. and, um, and that, uh, you know, the whole show. And then you had, you know, then you had, uh, Alec Baldwin, who's a, who is a <laughs> well-known liberal actor yeah. and, uh, and he was, talking to the producer of the show you know how you, can you send tina up next to that awful woman she's terrible that i don't and then you know and he thought palin was standing there and thought that was tina and then uh yeah he's told that that's that's really uh governor palin he's like oh i'm sorry he goes uh and then he adds he goes you're
0: much hotter than person <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was funny i i i think it was funny too but i just didn't think it did her any good But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was
2: funny. You know, I thought for what it was. And, you know, the other candidates have gone on there. You know, Obama's been on there. Mm -hmm. Clinton was on there. And, you know, so.
0: Okay. Cool. So let's now uh, get uh, on to the next topic. Um, Oh, well, I guess before we leave the election, um, I'm going to do a little prediction for the election. If Obama... Is elected. I don't know that he will be elected. He seems to be winning at the moment, but you can never tell. Um, but if he is elected, I think that what is going to happen is that a lot of of uh, Republicans are going to admit that Palin was a horrible choice for McCain, and that's that made him lose the election. Of course, they're not saying that now, but I think they will. Well, some notable Republicans have been saying that. Well, I already said that. Already, I think that, so. that 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 a lot of them will. If he if he uh, if he wins, and I also think that it's gonna if he wins, it's gonna change the image of the U.S. in the in the world. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be a, a big fu to the people who say what they say about America. Um, it's gonna show, and it's gonna show the power of, of democracy and the power of uh, you know the the our system. And I say our system as um, a general Western system. And I think one example of that was the dinner that they had at maybe SNL was one of them, the Saturday Night Live skit. And also the dinner they had at um, the Alfred, uh, the Al, uh, what what's his name? You know, the roast that they did uh, of each other, Obama and McCain. Oh, um, yeah, that one. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. I saw it on Larry King. Like I can't remember, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they Actually, were. McCain was great on that. He was. He <laughs> was pretty funny, yeah. I, I think Obama yeah, was... was pretty funny too. They, they both were pretty good. And what was right. great about it was they were making fun of each other at a very, you know, um, civil dinner and they were having. Everyone was having a good time and they were poking fun at each other and saying, having fun about themselves too. You know, that's the kind of thing that our way of life makes possible and that our democracies and our um, you know the way we do things it that's not something that could happen at just anywhere and uh that's the kind of thing that i i I like to remember the most about our countries when when we go at each other's throats we're still you know we still have the system that works the best objectively and uh that's that's a reminder of that and i think that the election of obama will actually Show the world that, you know, there is a difference between, no matter how, you know, people are going to say, people already say, you know, the U.S., they torture, they, they do the Patriot Act that, uh, that um, uh, deprives you of civil liberties and blah, blah, blah. And, well, you know what? It's not the same thing. So shut up is... <laughs> what I, I think the message that th- this is going to. Uh, well, I, I
2: think uh, I think you you kind of you kind of brought up a good tagline for uh, the Obama campaign: "Elect me, and it will send an, a big fu to the rest of the world." You know, he'd
0: win. He'd win <laughs> hands down easily. You know. <laughs> well, I di- I didn't say to the rest of the world, but to a certain part of of, of the the oh, people sorry, who sorry. rail on on the U.S. But um, okay, uh, Turkey, anything to add to that?
1: Uh, no okay. i 've been insulted enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wasn't was talking funny. about you I would never talk about anyone who would come on my show like that even if i did even if I did talk about them before um, okay, financial crisis um, uh, I guess we heard about it quite a bit here because Sarkozy, being the the head of the uh e u has laid out a plan that, um, at, well, at first, uh, we were uh, making fun of the EU and him because, you know, we couldn't speak in one voice uh, about the financial crisis uh, uh, issues. And then, I guess, the the EU, uh, the EU came together and laid out a plan that uh, got the approval uh, not only of uh, the whole of Europe, well, most of Europe, but also rallied uh, the um, most of Asia, and also, the uh, U.S. apparently, although uh, Bush seems a little bit lukewarm, he's still uh, going to, you know, he said that he was standing behind the planet and going to discuss it um, in on November 15th. So it seems that Europe is taking the lead here. How weird is that?
1: I only have yeah, one word: no. okay. gold standard. <laughs> 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 you don't trust anyone the 70s. do you?
0: <laughs>
1: gold standard. We need to go this back Nixon to the, the gold House. standard and stop all of this inflation and all of this imaginary money.
0: Well, I would actually I I don't think I would disagree completely. I would need to hear more about it, but you know, it does seem like you Can't go back to gold standard. Of course you can't. Of course you can't. But I mean, th- there is a, an argument to be made that um the, the the stock market is, you know, it's speculation. When you say it's speculation, you're like, oh, yeah, you, you're at the stock market. Speculation is like betting on something completely ethereal. It doesn't exist. It's like so flaky that it leads to things like this. The, the stock market is like the lottery.
2: Um, yeah, well, certain parts of it, yeah. Like the, uh, the the credit default swaps, the deals that were going on, that was one of the big... Uh that was a big problem. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't regulated at all. And uh, there was no transparency and that contributed
0: to a lot of this, too. Do, do you think that uh, you're a Republican? So mm-hmm. do you think we need to regulate, uh, you know, capitalism?
2: You know, yeah, to a certain degree, of course. Um, you know, a free market person. Uh, but, you know, there you, you need to have a little bit of, there has to be a little bit of reins somebody has to be able to come in and you know uh you know pull the horse back and you know, get it you know when it starts running away I mean you can't just let it go and you know there has to be a certain amount of you know uh but uh you know it, and I know a lot of people have said you know there's been no regulations under Bush well he's actually put in more like the Sarbanes-Oxley Act was put in while he was in after the uh Arthur Anderson and Enron debacles um uh, but there were other there were other points of the market like the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. You know, a lot of Republicans pointed at that and have been wanting regulation of those entities. And uh, I know because I, I read the Wall Street Journal, and I know for years they've been hitting on Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. You know, I think that, McCain you know, even be...
0: even said at one point that uh, mm-hmm. we needed regulation for that, and no oh, one yeah. listened to him. Yeah,
2: and nothing ever came of it. And and then you had a lot of um, prominent. Uh, uh, Democrats and uh, notably uh, Barney Frank in the House and uh, Christopher Dodd in the uh, Senate that would uh, consistently block uh, any any, um, any you know any acts on there you know to 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 at least put something on like Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae because you know they were seeing that this could turn into a problem you know
0: so have Have you heard about this whole movement that uh Sarkozy is spearheading now that wants to reform capitalism in in the western uh, uh culture right right heard I, heard about, it
2: yeah, I heard about yeah i heard I heard about it and I heard about uh bush's uh response to it and uh you know of course Bush you know he's gonna be kind of wait and see and you know and then to be honest, there's only so much he can do sure. being a lame duck president hmm. um but i think yeah i mean there's they're gonna i think having a discussion about it. Is going to be good, but whatever is going to come out of it, I don't know. Because, uh, you know, uh, what kind of rains, you know, I, I'd be honest. I, I would be, I would be reticent. You know, whatever, you know, the French idea of regulation is. I, yeah, <laughs> I'd have to look at it pretty good before I would <laughs> consider
0: it. So, so you would you would have a, a worry that uh, the effort being spearheaded by the by Europe. Would go a little bit too far to the left,
2: maybe a little bit. But I, I know well Europe is uh, the the European banks and uh, and have uh, responded well to the crisis. Uh, it seems because um, I've, I've been listening to the BBC lately oh, too. Uh, of you course, know, it
0: just, all we yeah. do, all we did was that the government poured money into the private uh, banks. That's uh, right. <laughs> of yeah. course, we're going to do that, right? We're socialists, <laughs> right? Right. So, well,
2: like I said, we did it. We did. Uh, yeah. um, well, not exactly the same thing but nearly the same thing that's mm. for
0: sure did it did that uh story of um the big uh, you know meeting on the 15th actually manage to get out uh, even in the midst midst of the election or do people not really care uh
2: very yeah <laughs> i'd probably be one of the only people that really knew that that Sarkozy <laughs> said anything
0: <laughs> okay uh turkey how did it go in uh in saudi arabia
1: ah uh, lots of talk we're just looking for action
0: hmm so did, are you like taking part in? The, I don't even know but are you taking part in the talks uh, uh, that are happening now or
1: well to be honest we're we're only affected from the fact that we import stuff otherwise our economy is stable hmm and our banks way- are are very very stable we don't have any problems with our banks
0: or, well, who's going to mess with the people who have all the oil, right? <laughs> um, now, by we the just way, don't, don't give out so much loans like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, and by the way... What about
2: the drop in the oil price? Earlier? Exactly. That, That's what I was uh, going to
0: say. You know, we, we were talking about this a, few, a couple we're of We're angry about ago. that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I just want to mention this for the people who don't know. Um, a couple of months ago, we were saying that the oil prices had risen to like $140 a barrel. And we were saying that all the analysts were predicting 200 maybe $250 by the end of the year. And everyone was saying, wow, this is you know the end of the world. What's going to happen? We're not going to be able to make our cars run. And, and everyone was agreeing that the prices were going to keep going up. And now, here we are, two months later, with prices having, slashed it, having been slashed in two. The barrel is at about $70, uh, roughly. And right. no one, no one in the world predicted that. So, how, what does that say about analysts? What does that say about the way we can predict the market, how the market is going to go too, and the stock market in general? I mean, I know the oil is not the stock market, but you know, you tra- it's a trade commodity, and of course, we know that it's going to go back up at some point, and it's probably going to keep rising after that, but it i think it's so insane that we didn't see the rise coming really and we didn't see that price cut coming it, it drives me insane but well yeah the,
2: the, the well the price rise i think people saw it you know uh although i, I
0: heard uh, no, no one like, was, was was no one was prepared for it that's that's sure no, as can be of course not yeah
1: uh welcome yeah, to the world of free markets. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> y- you guys were unhappy about the uh the uh, you know fall of the prices, I I can imagine. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. So Saudi Arabia, uh, they just the OPEC just cut fifty uh, one million and a half barrels a day.
0: So yeah, output. you so. you reduce you reduce the production yeah. so that the prices go back up.
1: Yeah, Saudi Arabia wants the price to be balanced. They think a balanced, pl- uh, no, acceptable price is eighty dollars a barrel. Hmm
2: it was funny after they announced that, that uh, production cut that the price of bar- uh, per barrel, I think, went down to 65 Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it didn't go up. It actually went down. It was kind of funny, you know. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen when we're actually going to be out of oil. And maybe that's what's happening. Maybe pe- people are thinking, you know what? Even if we start buying oil now, it's not going to be here forever. So we need to get used to the idea that we don't, have oil anymore maybe after all all
1: right exactly and that's exactly what every american is thinking about (laughs) i lived in the states and trust me nobody is even thinking about that well Well, well, that's not actually
2: actually true i mean the they were what they were saying that the the number of miles that americans drive uh has gone down precipitously this year in the first 10 months which is why the the prices prices were high that's the
1: reason right
2: right well, so, which is... I mean, reduced usage, though, you know, people are like, oh, you know, I got to cut back
0: or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. Which is what, what my point was. Uh, the If, if you know, the usage was reduced dramatically in the past few months and the, the Americans are, you know, when the prices were at $4, they woke up and they were like, oh, wait, uh, I... Need to use right. less gas. No, and no, 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 no. W- w- wait, wait, a wait a second. Wait a no, second. Wait a second. Hey.
1: Americans did not wake up at four. They started to wake up at four. Okay, it, sure. They should okay. have
0: reached five before they woke up. the The point is, they, they might have realized that, that maybe they should use less gas. And my my ina- initial reaction was, w- now that the prices are going back down, you know they're going to start uh, buying lots of gas again. And maybe they didn't, or maybe they won't. Uh, yeah, I'm buying that Humvee now. So you know, <laughs> you
2: know. are seriously. I,
1: you, you just wait; you'll <laughs> see the SUV market's going to start skyrocketing all over again. Uh,
2: Brian, I'm not sure about that, to be honest. W-
0: yeah, but... what's your feeling on the ground? Brian is on the ground in Vegas. Uh, he yes. can tell us exactly how people feel about like. Are, have the prices got gone down already? And do actually? Yeah, uh, right feel...
2: now uh, I can get it for three dollars a gallon.
0: So do you like, think that people are going to start uh, driving more again, or are they I still I think are going to wait. Brian, Brian
1: lives in Las Vegas. He's, he's not a reliable source. Everybody there is either visiting, <laughs> doesn't have a car, or is rich and they have Hummers. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. No, we have to drive here. This is probably one of the best places to ask because you know our public transport is not that great. Uh, it's, it's good on the Strip. Uh, you know what the hotels are, but for the rest of us, we we have to drive everywhere. So yeah. you know, it was it was it was kind of like wow, you know, it was getting expensive, so, and
0: so you do think that it you do think that that something was awakened in the American psyche about oil. I think so. I don't think people are going to run out and buy
2: SUVs now. I think they're going to wait and see what's going to happen because even still, with the gas down, you know, other things are are uh, going on other problems, so I don't think mm. they're going to run out just yet. And, well, you know, so I I think hope that tide has kind of made a turn. I think people's psyches have already kind of made that, that turn that, yeah, you know, me, I, you know I, I just can't go all out and uh, yeah. get, you know, the big V8 that, you know, the Humvee, you yeah, know, sure. maybe something just a little more reasonable just in case prices go back up, you mm. know. And they will.
0: But right. um, yeah. I guess, for Turkey's sake, I hope you are wrong, and for the rest <laughs> of us's sake, I hope you're right.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, we, we are all on the same boat. Trust me, we, we just want a, a reasonable price. One fifty, so much? We don't want it one fifty. $50 hey. is too low. We don't want $50. $80 is dude, reasonable.
0: Dude, that's not what I want. What I want is uh, like electric cars and solar panels and, and uh, windmills <laughs> to be efficient. and to Who get cares us-
1: about those things? You need
0: <laughs> gas. You need a lot of oil, man. Come on. That's what I'm saying. We're not on the same page. <laughs> you know, actually France has been off uh, um coal uh energy for uh, electricity for a while. I think eighty yeah. percent of our, our You're electricity nuclear yeah. Yeah, we're all nuclear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, well, really is coal
2: for electrical production.
0: I'm sorry?
1: Yeah. The actually Saudi, Saudi, Arabia, yeah. Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia had just they opened uh, a large uh, research center for alternative energy and they just put in it a few million dollars
0: really how ironic (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i guess it's when you say we're all on the same boat we certainly are on the on the long term of course yeah.
1: yeah
0: and we do have one of the best sources of energy here a lot of it sun exactly yeah same here. You know, the, the, day, the day that the uh, sun, yeah, exactly, in the US too. It's us in Europe who are going to be screwed. It's raining yeah, pretty all the much. time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you need something that can harness power from rain. They need be golden. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good.
0: Well, you know, actually, in nuclear uh, fission, I think, works with uh, hydrogen, doesn't it? So, I mean, uh, H2O. Anyway maybe not. Talking about hydrogen, I just I
1: read that last week some scientists, I think it was in South Korea, who found a way to produce hydrogen that is I think 40 times less expensive than the current uh, technique.
2: Really? Yeah, that's what they're yeah. waiting for. That, that's yeah. the big thing, you know.
0: Well, it will come and one day like in 20 years we'll all be looking back on this time and laugh at our uh, our being so worried. We'll will think, "Oh, oh. Did't we know that we were gonna find like uh, little beetles in in Antarctica that can put crap out energy when eating snow <laughs> well, hey, did anyway. you see
2: the thing that did you see the thing that the russian uh well no Russians did found it first but American scientists they did experiments on scotch tape in a
0: vacuum oh yeah producing oh, yeah. uh, uh producing, and it produces x-rays uh, uh, yeah <laughs> Scotch tape reducing x-rays. I'm telling you, my, my beetle, antarctican beetle ener- energy thing is not that far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Now, if know. only
1: Americans would learn and stop making biofuel, then we're in heaven.
0: Well, you know, we, we have that problem here, too. Biofuel. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the bio yeah. fuel biofuel thing. Biofuel is a horrible idea. It's such a hoax. Anyway, you know what? That, that's, that's probably a, a discussion we should have next time because we're already an hour in. So let's move on. <laughs> to our local stories okay uh so who wants to go first one or two stories I'll maybe one first. okay go ahead brian
2: uh yeah actually I, I i i i was looking for a story and i thought you guys especially might appreciate this uh there's a um a topless club here in Vegas that is going to sponsor a uh, uh a Sarah Palin lookalike uh contest. <laughs> they're uh na- they're advertising it nationally and a the pr- the first prize is a trip to Washington DC on inauguration day. Oh wow.
1: I believe yes. I read somewhere that there's also a porn company that's making a porn show. Oh, starring it doesn't suffer. I think they already
2: made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I remember reading something about
0: them posting an ad on Greg's list looking for lookalikes. Oh, that's, you know, that's that's sort of funny, but at the same time I think it's sad. For all the all the uh the the things I think of uh Palin, I mean, that's yeah i just I, I don't i can't really appreciate that i don't like it. i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> politics are a serious thing and i, I understand that things are going to happen like this but i still think it's not a good thing uh but it's very funny though <laughs> uh
2: do you have something else uh just we had there's a national story here actually in vegas uh that originated here we had a a little boy got kidnapped at his house uh two mexican drug cartel guys uh posing as police uh kidnapped the kid and uh tied up his dad and um oh wow and uh took off with the kid and it was like a big search for it and uh turns out that they kidnapped the kid because the grandfather of the kid uh stole millions of dollars from the cartel. So
0: they were kind of wanting to get it back. So what? Wow. So they, they had a good reason for kidnapping the kid, basically. Well, I guess. <laughs> I, no. I'm good kidding. Yeah, it was the kid's kidnapping? Fault, you know. I was kidding. I was making a joke. It's French humor. You guys don't get it.
1: But if you say so, I'm not sure about that
0: so you get if i get offended by the palin uh stripper you get offended by my uh kid kidnapping joke uh we'll, we'll have time i think brian should get offended by the next story uh, okay. but i didn't hear uh, about this at all has been has that been like a big story again the the the, poli- uh, the political race is it was for like two to up.
2: three days you know it was you know it was up and you know because you know some little kid got pulled out of his house you know it's right. you know kind of the you know the yeah. little nightmare, you know type thing, but they they actually caught them. They 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 caught up the people down uh, downtown here, and uh, the kid's okay. He's back with his dad now, and okay. you know so uh, everything came out all right. Plus, you know Las Vegas is like the America's most wanted headquarters,
0: so it, that's you know, that's you, not a, a legend. Like uh, it, it's actually true. Pretty much, yeah. I mean. <laughs> If you're in trouble, you go to Vegas.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> what it seems like. I really believe every time I watch America's one, Most Wanted, they're, they're catching somebody in Vegas. You know, you know, <laughs> you know. I almost sometimes expect to see the cameras outside my window. I'm like, what? You know. <laughs> hey,
1: and, and Vegas is a great place to work. Just go and watch Las Vegas, the movie, Vegas, the, the
0: TV series. Oh yeah, I like right. it. I really like it. <laughs> um <laughs> we i think we even discussed it uh when i was there uh with you brian um right right you, you work in security and you worked in a big hotel i don't know if you can say the name but anyway it doesn't really matter it's a big hotel and you told me how ridiculous the whole thing was on tv when it you know it's often the case they they have oh, to are you telling me off. that's
1: not all true
0: <laughs> no i <laughs> love the the way you describe the
2: safe yeah i know yeah everyone like like the whole big thing people always ask about the Ocean's Thirteen, the big safe and the Ocean's Thirteen, the big vault and all like stuff, and I'm like, and I was like, no, nah, it's it's much more mundane than people would think, and it's not nearly as high tech as you think it is. You know, How about uh, the
1: original Ocean's Eleven?
0: Who cares? That about That one's probably that? a little more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. It's like two
0: doors with one guy yeah. standing by, going smoking a cigarette, going. So who are you? <laughs> yeah. Have ID. <laughs> Um, okay, Turkey, your turn.
1: On my turn. Let's see. Uh, well, there's a story about a judge in Saudi Arabia who annulled the marriage for a fourteen-year-old to a seventy-year-old man.
0: Huh? Was that so? How did they get married in the first place? Is that a common thing?
1: Yeah, that this is, this is a very common. Problem right now in Saudi Arabia because there's no age limit for marriage in Saudi Arabia, so oh, really? by law they can get married at any age hmm. and apparently this girl was forced by her father to marry the seventy year old and she's only fourteen and she ran away her parents were divorced she ran away to her mother and her mother took her to court and the court and the judge annulled their marriage what's interesting about this is we have similar cases in different courts in Saudi Arabia. They're all still hanging. No judgment was passed. However, this court immediately passed the judgment, Hmm. declaring that the girl was forced, so the marriage is annulled. And what's unique is this uh, judge is a Shiite judge, not a Sunni. Hmm. Because this this case happened in the Shiite region of Saudi Arabia, and he's basically, I think he's the, the only or one of two Shia judges in the entire country
0: Hmm. well, oh, that mustn't have gone well
1: so i 'm really wondering whether what 's going to happen if they're going to keep quiet about it or is it uh, are they going to start uh, attacking this uh, judge so
0: can they reverse the judgment or
1: uh, i don 't believe so no no so because so, since it, it, because it 's a Shia court. Uh, people go to there willingly to that court so they that whatever judgment is they're forced to follow it
0: but you, you know i don't really i don't really understand how he would judge that this is this wasn't you know he could annul the marriage since i'm guessing pretty much every kid who's 14 or 13 or whatever who was married to a very old man, would argue that they didn't agree to the marriage. So every case like that could be annulled. What, what was different about this one?
1: Well, actually, every case should be annulled because part of the marriage law is for the woman or the female, the wife, to have approved the marriage. Sure. Sure. So, so she said she did not approve because she did she did run away from her father and she said her father threatened her and she was forced to mar- marry because of her father threatening her life.
0: Hmm. So
1: and so. they never they never uh, consummated the marriage anyway. So
0: so they oh, okay. they basically just uh, they just uh, the judge just uphold the upheld the law the law.
1: Yeah, basically he did upheld okay. the law. Uh, so that's one story. The other story, the biggest, biggest story right now in Saudi Arabia, is finally Saudi Arabia is starting to prosecute all the terrorists they caught during the last few years.
2: Yeah, I was they, going to ask you about that.
0: They, I yeah. didn't hear about
1: this. They um, have but, 991 terrorists in court right now. So why were they
0: not prosecuted before?
1: Well, different reasons. Basically, it's for security reasons. They waited until they get the entire terrorist group. Like, one, They will catch one person. He's from a cell. There's still 10 people running around. Mm. They use him for information and sure. so on. So basically, it's for information. They keep them until they're sure they got the entire cell and they mm. know they can't get any more information out of them. Hmm. So, yeah, that's basically it. And then they had this uh, movement in Saudi Arabia which is supported by the government, supported by religious people, where they try to convince these terrorists, especially those who did not commit terrorist acts, but had the terrorist belief system, convince them that their belief in their path is wrong and ask them to find the right path.
0: Hmm.
1: And if they do decide, they declare that uh, terrorism is the wrong way, they let them f- go free. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah so these are the leftovers of those who refuse to follow and those who actually committed terrorist acts and ended up killing people
0: well wow. Th- that's very strange that in a country that could you know give you lashes whiplashes for you know whatever uh... if you are a terrorist if you haven't uh... Um, done any, although well i guess if you haven't done anything yet you can't really pros- be prosecuted for thinking that you know, all infidels should die if you haven't done anything. We can't really put you in prison. So if you say, "Well, I was wrong. Actually, infidels are cool," I can understand that they could. Uh... <laughs> they don't say infidels are cool. Yeah, they just say we don't go kill
1: them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, they, they,
2: do they make them? Did they make them play? Pay blood money before they let them go, or they just?
1: Uh, if uh, the blood money is going to be for those who killed. They okay. will not be allowed to be freed until they pay blood money. And most likely, they won't be able to pay blood money because terrorists, we have uh, in the Islamic system, we actually have the word terrorist in the Quran. So oh, really? basically, yeah, if, if you're a terrorist, terrorism is punishable by death and by crucifixion for three days.
0: Really? Wow. That's in the Quran, yeah. Like it could, yeah, that's... It's, it's, one, it's a part of the Islamic law?
1: Yeah, that is part of the Quran. Terrorist and basically terrorism is uh, whoever kills people for no good reason and whoever puts fear in people and does that on regular basis. So Wow. So That's those and mm-hmm. there's no blood money in those because they didn't kill one person or two person because they killed more than one person. Okay. They the family of the dead don't have the power to forgive them anymore.
2: Hmm. Oh, okay. Wow, so hey you're you know a lot of the headings
1: well, I hope so, yeah <laughs> i actually I'm a big supporter of capital punishment, and I actually hope they beheaded. I think it's too late they just it's too late that they're doing it now. If they started beheading a long time ago, I think we would have less problems.,
0: uh, I don't know, maybe I'm you not a big fan of value. Like <laughs> of, uh, I can't really hear you very well, Brian. can you speak up? Uh, quite the deterrent value. Yeah, yeah. I get. Uh, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of capital punishment, as are my countrymen. Um, well, well, but, yeah. Um, I can I can understand yeah.
1: that as long as you don't come and tell us how to punish our people. So.
0: Oh, I do. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah, have the uh, oil. You can you can do whatever you want. I'll say you. Pers-
1: cool. Personally, personally, I don't really support capital punishment in general. However, I do believe the people have the right if someone kills my father I have the right to decide whether this person should be punished by death or not the killer because it was my father and I have that right I don't I don't believe anybody or the government have the right to tell me whether this guy can go to die or not
0: sure I I can understand the the reasoning I also think well first of all you are indeed uh, sort of a republican it seems and uh, (laughs) second of all uh, that's exactly the reason why we don't let the people who got uh, hurt By the crime, decide what the punishment should be. Um, It's the it's the reason why society decides for for you because you don't make rational decisions when that happens to you. But oh, you make you you wait. They don't decide
1: immediately. Come on, if they can't make a rational decision, it's their (laughs) right because if and and if you think about it, and maybe you had time to things to change a little, and you still have this problem, but maybe it's less Mm. in Europe, way less than here. If you yeah. don't punish them by death if these people go out the family of the dead person are gonna c- go after them and kill them anyway then you have this well, huge problem of people sure. killing each other in the streets
0: <laughs> I don't think that's the way it happens in our streets but uh... oh yeah I know I <laughs> know on. a few
1: cases that happened in France where people were freed <laughs> hey, I actually listen. I know one case in, in Spain that happened while I was there a rapist got out of prison and, and the mother of the girl who was raped Went, attacked him And put boiling water all over him And burned oh him my to God.
0: death Wow yeah. Well, yeah, sure That wouldn't have happened if he had been uh, Beheaded in the first place Exactly <laughs> I don't think in that Well, you know Yeah, I, I don't know, it's very, you know Capital punishment is a very heated debate That we can have another time again So many things we have to talk about and oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it would be very interesting, but we don't really have time to do that now. So let's move on uh, to the stories from France. Um, a couple of stories that I uh, knew about. The, the first one would be uh, the affair and the scandal of Dominic Strauss-Kahn, who is uh, the French, uh, French uh, national who became president of the uh, International Money Fund. Uh, is that the way you call it international monetary fund monetary fund yeah. yes um uh, last year i think and um he had an affair uh, and apparently the person he had an affair with you know he had an affair in true French fashion uh, womanizer. a Frenchman had an affair. Oh. Yeah, that's a, a, incredible, right? I <laughs> okay, I, I really and, I was
1: wondering. That's a scandal in France. No, no, no,
0: no. Wait, wait. the The actual scandal was the fact that uh, he uh, favored the girl he had an aff- uh, an affair with in his in his in her work. She was working there. Uh, 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 ah yeah.
1: yeah I thought I thought there was something strange <laughs> about the whole thing
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> No thought, we wouldn't I, care Because because I will, I thought that according to French law each man has <laughs> to have
0: a mistress plus <laughs> his wife <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. That's true, but, isn't it? That's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in the Constitution. It's one of, uh, you know, our Bill of Rights says. <laughs> um, no, actually, we, uh, we wouldn't have cared all that much if he had had just the affair. But first of all, it reflects badly on us that he would, uh, you know, uh, promote the girl over, you know, when he had an affair with us. It's, I don't think we're very happy about that. And the second thing is the fact that he is a very uh, strong condi- candidate for the next presidential election um, that will happen in uh, 2000, uh, 2012 uh, for the Socialist Party. Uh, Sarkozy oh. actually appointed him uh, at the IMF as a sign of, you know, openness between parties. And if it's actually a big scandal, and if it turns out that he did, uh, 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 you know, he didn't uh, uh, behave himself in an ethical manner, it might sink his chances for the uh, for the election in four years, which would be, of course, a very big thing. Um, so that was a big story. And his wife is called uh, Anne Sinclair and she's a big journalist. Uh, sort of like she oh. had a show. I'm sorry.
2: I said, oh, really? Oh,
0: yeah. She She's sort of like not so much anymore, but she was very big uh, a few years ago. And she had a show that is almost like uh, Larry King live um, back in the day, she's a she's a, but she forgave him. You know, for us, it's not that big a deal. As as we said, <laughs> she she was, she was she probably said, oh, you know what? While you were in the U.S., we I was have, do, having fun here too. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course, she was very upset, but she apparently forgave him, as women do, and they probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but did you guys even hear about this? Because the IMF is in is in uh, uh, New York. So, you know, it was a big story. Yeah, I I actually did. I did read about it. I I
2: looked at it and saw that. I was like, oh, okay, you know, so. um, Well, you know, they did. They basically kind of forced uh, Paul Wolfowitz out of the World Bank for similar allegations or. Mm. Well, he wasn't having an affair. He was having a relationship. So, you know, but yeah. So and the French were one of the big motivator, you know, big movers to kick him out of the. The World yeah. Bank for that, so you
0: know, because of the uh, yeah, unethical conduct that right. happened afterwards. Because he promoted the woman he was having a, a relationship with, yeah,
2: right, right. Um, so turnabout fair play thing, I guess. You know, yeah.
0: yeah, of course. I mean, if if it's, I mean, there's a commission uh, uh, investigating the matter, and if it turns out that it's true, he's going to be in big trouble, and so he should. You know, it's not like we're saying, oh, but come on, he's French. <laughs> uh, turkey uh, i'm guessing that you guys if you even heard of it probably think he should be beheaded or something
1: Ah, uh, we just thought oh well that's the french for you
0: <laughs> well maybe not the big head but, but it, is that like a big scandal for you guys or do you not care if it
1: uh, the the story itself yeah no, we actually, we actually do believe in this country's constitution that each man has to have a mistress,
0: <laughs> <laughs> multiple wives, right? <laughs> well, he's still I'm talking he, about the French. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So let's move on to another piece of news that was uh, the death of uh, Sister Emmanuel. Um, I just want to mention it, um, it. She was sort of like a Mother Teresa for France. And she died um, a few days ago. And that was a really big story. I'm guessing you didn't hear about it. It's not that big a deal internationally. Um, But the other thing that's coming up tonight, actually, is the daylight saving time, which everyone is, you know, every year when we switch from uh, summertime to wintertime and vice versa, the country gets, you know, completely nuts and like uh, oh i'm going to be completely uh, you know my my rhythm is going to be challenged because of this uh uh one hour change in at night and uh, come on seriously is it really that big a deal <laughs> well maybe not that big a deal I, i'm making it to be a bigger deal than it is but it definitely See, that's
1: why we don't have it in saudi
0: well i don't know i i kind of like it but um, is it does it happen in the whole u.s too Yeah, well, they do it on
2: Sunday, so... Not the entire U.S.
0: Oh, just some
1: states? with the
2: exception of Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) There are
1: states and there's also towns. What? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, some towns have a different time than the town next to it?
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's some in there. I, I don't know which ones, but I know you uh you I know mean, Arizona does not subscribe to uh daylight savings time and i couldn't for the life tell you why uh yeah I, you know it it saves energy you know <laughs> it saves money so you know it's, it doesn't make sense to me but
0: yeah know, but like, then it's uh, it's, their it's problem <laughs> it's dark earlier outside that sucks i don't yeah. know Okay, I guess no one cares about this. Uh so I think we are done with our local no, stories. No, no,
1: no, no, Sarkozy.
0: Oh, oh, oh right. doll. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I was in Arizona where th- where they don't have uh daylight savings uh for the past uh 10 days roughly. I mean, week uh and that was a few days ago. So I didn't really hear about it, but when you guys talked about it um uh before I researched it a little bit, and what happened apparently was that um, a, a, a company started selling paper voodoo dolls um, ab- with uh, the heads of Segolene Royal, who is the uh, who was the uh, nominee for uh, the presidential election for the Socialist Party last year, and President Sarkozy, with pins that you could pin in in their you know bodies and stuff. And they started selling those on the internet. So what happened was that uh, President Sarkozy got sort of upset with the, with this and uh, sued. So now they had to take the uh, the dolls uh, away from what was it? Uh, either now or they are going to have to uh, stop selling the dolls uh, pretty soon. It went really fast and. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's what's going to what's going to happen uh, with that. What happened was that w- there were quotes on the uh, on the doll with uh, the blunders that he made or the things that people didn't like that he said. And the same thing for uh, Royale. So that's the story. Um, I'm guessing you had you guys heard of it because you- you're the ones who-, who talked about it to me. I didn't even hear of it. I guess it's it wasn't that huge a deal in France, maybe I'm wrong, but uh was it a big deal for you guys?
2: No, no, I just happened to pick it up. I was looking oh. at these uh, you know, the little interesting news stories and I saw that. And I was like I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that's interesting." I go, you know, I was kind of I was kind of interested too because that that, you know, as a public figure, I thought he would've been, you know, fair game for that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Sure. Well, maybe and for us it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal, but it was a big deal in the media. Really? Yeah, it was on CNN, the first page of CNN.com. It was yeah. all over the Arabic news channels.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe it was a big deal in wow, France, really? and I just I just wasn't here, so I don't know. But I will say, though, that uh, Royal, uh, uh, the, the socialist uh, nominee for last year, chose to not pursue the matter, and I think, honestly... It, that's the right thing to do. What? That's ridiculous. What are you gonna are you gonna sue them? Seriously, I mean, come on. I, I I've heard people tell me that I praise uh, Sarkozy too much, um, and yeah, I've heard that from several people. Maybe I just don't want to to be completely. Uh, you know, I I say what I think, but and here when I think that it's ridiculous, I will say it. That that's first of all, you have better things to do, Nicholas. And second of all, even if you didn't, that's not one thing you should be doing. It's a waste of time, and it doesn't reflect well on you. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, it's Patrick, silly.
1: Go go to cnn.com, the international website. You'll find Sarkozy on the top story, someplace in the bottom of the list.
0: Well, <laughs> and uh, they should probably well, focus on you, Patrick, something else. Yeah. He's got better <laughs> things to do than worry about that. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I bought a, um, a comic when I was in the U.S. Uh, that was entitled uh, Presidential Material. With It was a flip book where you had one side the story of Barack Obama and the other side the story of John McCain. And I bought it as a joke. I thought it was going to be, you know, oh, look at those silly people. They even make comics about their presidential uh, nominees. And, you know, first of all, that uh, voodoo doll thing just sort of makes my whole point silly and second of all (laughs) uh that comic was actually really good i read it and i heard i'm honest i mean i i learned more about the two candidates uh in like 40 minutes reading that thing than i did uh uh watching tv and uh reading the websites for six months so there you go it was actually a good uh, a good thing okay That's going to be it for our local news section. And let's conclude uh, the show with our uh, last section called And Now for Something Completely Different. So I have a story. Uh, Maybe we're just going to do one. Uh, Turkey, was yours really good or should I do mine? I don't
1: know about yours. You can go with yours. Okay,
0: you know what? I'll, I'll give you mine. And if you think it's, uh, it can be the end of the show, you, you, you don't tell yours. And if you think yours is better, you'll uh, uh, tell it too. Um, so mine actually happened when I was in, in Arizona with uh, Nicole and Mark, who are my friends whose house I, I was telling it, staying at. They told me about a story from uh, a cop who stopped a woman uh, for being in the carpool lane, where you're supposed to go only when you have at least two people in the car to go faster and save energy. Um, and so the cop arrest, arrested the woman because she was alone in the car. So she she stops, she goes to the side of the road, and uh, gets out of the car, or at least tells the, the officer that she is pregnant. So she is, you know, two people. So she should be allowed to be in the carpool lane, which is obviously ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, well, that story is going to go towards, you know, is the unbo- unborn ch- child a person? It's going to go to court, and it's going to, you know, it's going to become a whole story. I'm sorry? a she (laughs) I don't know that part of the story, but it's very possible (laughs) and even likely, Uh, of course. She's going to have to hope for a a Republican or conservative judge
2: (laughs) to be on her case for
0: that one. Actually, the really funny part of that story is the fact that it didn't even go that far. Of course, it could have been a real story and like a real legal story, but it didn't. Because the cop said, well, you know what? In that case, if you are indeed two people, I'm going to have to arrest you for having two people in the driver's seat. So, (laughs) Smart cop. So that's really not what I expected. He's good. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't he? (laughs) I thought that was pretty priceless. Uh, That was a very good story. There's no Um, child
2: restraint too, so. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: Turkey, uh, what do you think? Should you go with
1: uh, yours? No,
0: yours is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess that's going to be uh, the end of our show. Uh, before we leave, uh, I want to thank again uh, Turkey uh, for coming on the show. To you. Uh, of course, Turkey is the uh, writer of SaudiLife.net, which is the blog uh, written straight from Saudi Arabia and the host of uh, A Saudi Life uh, podcast. Um, and uh, you can find all this at his uh, uh, webpage sodlive.net. Anything you want to add, Turkey?
1: Oh, that's all. Thank you very much.
0: And uh, I also want to thank, of course, uh, Brian for enduring our uh, our <laughs> mockery and our <laughs> picking on him. Uh, I hope it wasn't too hard. I'm really glad. No, to I had you a great really time. Thank on. you very much, as I had a great time. You guys were great. He'll so, never be
1: back. <laughs> you
0: will never be back. Well, I, I hope you come back at some point because we definitely. I'll be back more, if you ha- if you'll have me. I'll I'll definitely invite you back at some point. I really want to. You know, I'm not kidding when I'm saying I want to have diversity of uh, opinion uh, on this show, and uh, you definitely provided us with that today. So I'll be glad to have you back uh, at one point. Is there anything you you want to uh, to pimp? You want us to talk about are you on twitter or uh do you want to promote uh, your no, company just say,
2: right now i'm going to be looking for a life-size uh, poster of sarah palin and i'm gonna <laughs> send it to you uh, patrick so <laughs>
0: <laughs> good well you go do that uh, of course you can follow um turkey on twitter at uh at saudi uh, t- uh, twitter.com slash saudi uh, you can follow me at twitter.com slash notpatrick. Uh, of course, you can find the web uh, the, the page at uh, thephileasclub.com. If you want to go and uh, comment on the uh, iTunes page, you can do that. And uh, that's it for the show this month. We are going to uh, see you again in one month with a new American president. That's going to be fun. Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye. Turkey? No, you're not going to say bye.
1: Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Had a phone call, sorry. Oh, okay, that's why. (laughs)